Hey, bee lovers. Welcome to the best beekeeping podcast around. To be or not to be in the bee yard. Join our two beekeepers, Rebecca and Michelle, as they make beekeeping fun and uncomplicated. Double the beekeeping experience, double the opinions, double the fun. Hey there. Hey. It is Michelle. Rebecca. And we are to be or not to be. And we're back in the car. (laughs) Do you have to mention that every time? It's the second time. It does work really well. Am I complaining? I'm just letting everybody know where we're sitting. We're watching the cars go by. Okay. I don't know. You did seem to complain earlier about this. Your car smells very nice. It's brand new. It smells very nice. Yes. So could be worse. What are you doing? I am. What's going on? Yeah, I'm getting ready. This is my get ready time. I'm getting ready for go time. Right, right. Because we're almost there. Yeah. So some of my bees are in California. They're not going to come back for maybe three weeks, two weeks. And so I'm working on everything. I mean, everything for the whole year. I pulled, I pulled all of my equipment out and I put it out in my yard. So all nice. of my boxes and lids and bottoms, because I do take my stuff off of the pallets and put them on individual bottoms. Not everybody does that. I do it. But everything's out there this year. So I no longer have to drive up to the house to pick up what I want. Oh, nice. Or stack it in the back of my truck. I am super excited. The wind blew everything over. I had to go pick it back up. So I need a lean to, but it's on the yep. list. Yep. I will get it. But for, for now, all of my equipment's out there and... What else am I doing? Oh, I've pulled up all my pallets. I'm taking care of the ants while the bees aren't there and mowing, making it all pretty. What are you doing? Well, we got a shed, like a, like a tarp shed pop-up garage thing from Tractor Supply, (laughs) which is my favorite. And it's kind of a place to sort of park your tractor if you have one. However, um, we, you know, our goats love honey and wax. So they like to tear all our frames down and, and Anything that has wax on it, they want to... Have they not chewed the tent up yet? I thought for sure they no, would have no. tried to get in. No, no, no. Oh, they can kind of get in on the side. And they went in and um, I had a bunch of wax that was... It was foundation that was not attached to anything. Mm-hmm. And so you, I guess you were just supposed to somehow push it into the frame. Anyways, it was all pure wax. So they did go in there and eat a couple pieces of that. But the rest of it, it and they ate the box that the shed came in. That kept them busy for days. <laughs> oh, my So gosh. they ate that. Um, but so we've been, you know, getting our equipment, getting an inventory, seeing what we have, uh, seeing what we need, because obviously we're going to have more bees this year. So we got to have more equipment, getting ready to build that. Um, oh, you build your equipment? You bu- don't buy it assembled? No, we build it. As an oh, equipment wow. manager. Well, okay, he could order it and it just gets delivered already made. Yeah, no, he likes... Okay, the reason why I bring that up is that the last couple of years, uh-huh. it's been cheaper to buy it already assembled. Oh. Rather than unassembled. Where are you buying it from? From the big box stores, bee stores. I don't see that. You have to compute the prices. Now, there is a sale going on with one of them Uh right now. and the One of the big suppliers. Yes. And assembled boxes and frames are now less expensive. It was something weird with COVID. It might have been inventory. Oh, maybe. And that's why it flipped because usually unassembled stuff is way, way cheaper. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, but, you know, Matt has to pick the color of the year and he has oh to my paint gosh. everything okay. a certain color. What's your color this year? I don't know. He hasn't picked it. Really? Uh, you haven't gotten it yet? Y'all are really far behind. I have a lot of boxes that were already painted. 
Oh, okay. so we we had a you know that's part of what we're cleaning up and yeah. clearing up and counting and you know going through stuff. I have some uh, stuff we brought in from the, our out yards that need to be cleaned. Now I still have that. I have mounds of stuff that needs yeah. to be cleaned like that and repaired. Think about selling all that. I don't have to deal with it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, okay, here's my discount pile. My, like my B garage sale. Here's oh, my B garage really? sale over wow. here. Wow. And we string our frames. We don't put foundation in our brood frames. So. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. And I was thinking about that the other That's day. That's crazy. Because we were talking about pulling out the feeders and how the comb doesn't get stuck to the feeders. I yeah. think that's why my comb gets stuck because I don't use foundation I'm using. Um, my daughter came over one day and we put on a movie and we strung frames. Wow. And. And how do you, uh, do you, do you do the electrified part of it to get the wax piece on there? No, I put a uh, popsicle stick in the wedge. Oh, okay. And then we just, just. Interesting. I have no idea. Or maybe I just haven't paid attention to what your frames are until now. Yeah, I don't maybe know. Not. It's just One in the brood. The However, well, and we do so much cutouts. That way I don't have to pop foundation out of frames to rubber band. Yeah, I do in. have to do that. Yeah. So for us, it's just easier to have fishing line on everything and then whether it's for a cutout or whether it's for... Did you send them to California that way? Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Let me know how that goes when they okay. come back if they're broken. Oh, yeah, I will. I don't think so. I mean, they attach it on all four sides. It's pretty good. Okay. Anyway, and I'm then... I'm saying it's going to break. I bought a bunch of, like I said, I bought a bunch of that white foundation. So I'm going to try and um, the part that the goats started to eat, they kind of broke a bunch of it. And so I'm going to sort of see if I can... Attach that mm. to my frames. So anyway, clean up all that sort of stuff. I found a empty hive in one of my yards that it had a baby bird in it. It had. It did not currently have a baby bird, but there was straw in there, like a little nest. Now, bunch Are of you tiny sure it wasn't little a mouse. A bunch of tiny little feathers. Like like the mouse ate a bird. What? Yes. Mice don't eat birds. Really? No. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Matter of fact, I think mice are. Herbivores. I don't know. I have found mice in my hive, so I'm super yeah. sensitive to it this year. I found I've two. I've had about four. I found two. Um, and you know why? 86 mice in a in a hive no, with mine bees were, in it. Mine were live. Oh, I found that too. Yeah. And I, you know why? why? Because I went to solid bottoms last year. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, That's worked. crazy. And we've actually picked up an empty hive from the field, put it in the car, and watched the one mice, mouse jump out and one run into the behind the seats. <laughs> But hey, guess what? We don't have that car anymore. <laughs> we gave that to a dealership. They can have the mouse car. No, I think this was a bird nest. There were tons of little bird feathers, and I think a bird okay. had been living in there. Let's let's go with the bird. Sure. I don't think mice eat. I'm good. Now we need a zoologist. If anyone knows a zoologist who can, I don't. I don't need to know. But thank you. <laughs> and. And one of the big things that I'm getting ready to do is we are going to graft some queens. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I am. Did you buy the little things? The um, no one can magnifying? see you. Magnifying. Oh. <laughs> no one can see you. I forgot. Everybody's sitting in the car with us. The little magnifying glasses that everybody wears with the lights. Um, Did you buy a pair of them? We already had some because Matt oh. paints the little miniatures. Oh, that's right. So yeah. he already had some of those to paint faces on teeny tiny little oh, pieces that's of cool. metal. You had the patience for that? Painting miniatures? No. I'm back to grafting. Oh. Um... Well, I'm going to do it with someone who grafts frequently. So it's a combination thing. I have a hive that I'm setting up as a finisher. 
Yeah. And she has a starter hive and I have a finisher hive. Then we're going to graft together, but she grafts all the time. We're going to nice. do it together. Okay. So here, right here, you can learn something right here. Okay. If you're going to start doing queen rearing, uh-huh. you need to have somebody that knows how to do it. And yes. you need to like attach yourself to yes. them yes. through the whole season. Yes. And, <laughs> you and, are their best friend. Yes. Okay? Yes. Buy them, buy them lunch, yes. buy them breakfast, buy them whatever they want and yes. do all of the grunt work. Yes. And, and you will learn a lot. I, you know, I say, I used to just work in a, um, in an industry where we kind of help people get jobs. And that was part of a part of my thing. And that's what I used to tell people all the time. If you want to switch careers and you don't have any experience and you really don't know what you're doing, volunteer. Because, yeah. you know, they want, they don't really yell at volunteers. Sometimes they'll let you do things they won't let regular employees do because there's no liability to it. And if you just kind of, if you offer to do anything they ask, I'll scrub your toilets, I'll sweep your floors. If you show up for your shift every single time and you are ready, willing, and able when they need someone, when they're looking for an employee, you're the first person they look toward. Yeah. And you could say the same thing in beekeeping is I think you would get a more positive reaction saying, I will come help you. Yes. Can I help you? Uh, what do you need help with? Rather than saying, will you please teach me how to do beekeeping? Exactly. Because, you know, a lot of times... And I hate to be ugly about that. Well, people ask me all the time, can I I come with you? And the answer is, yes, you can come with me. However, I'm working. I've got six yards to get to. Right. And I cannot stop and open each one and spend an extended period of time. to explain what I'm doing. But if you want to hang out and just experience it, then that's great. Come ride around with me and you'll pick up some of it. But I can't stop and start it at 101. Exactly. I can't can't do beekeeping one one-on-one in the field. I can explain to you what I'm doing. We can talk about it. And if and you, we can enjoy the day together. Yes. And if you spend enough time and then we can get in the car and as we're driving to the next yard, yeah. you can ask me all the questions you want about it. And then if you want to see something specific when we get to the next yard, when I see that, I can show that to you and we can move on. And I did that my, I think I did that my first year. I know I did it my first year and I did all the grunt work. Uh-huh. I did. I picked up all the pieces. I laid everything out. And then we talked about everything between yards. And I was the gopher. Uh-huh. You know, like if you ever did, if, if your dad ever did any type of repairs oh, yes. and you had to go get tools. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was. Stand there and yeah. wait until I need that tool. Yes. So it was okay. the same thing. So I did do that. And I think, well, anyway, if you want to learn beekeeping or just hang out with a beekeeper, that's how I would approach them. Exactly. Right. So. Joanna has been doing this for a couple of years and she's awesome. Hi, Joanna. And I was... I want to come. Well, you're always welcome. I was going to sort of see if she would kind of do some graphs for me or become my grafter or I could pay her for queen cells. Yeah. And, and she's nervous and she doesn't feel like she's ready to kind of be on that level of making that many, but it, which is a lie. She really is. And she yeah. really knows what she's doing. So I was like, okay, let's get her over that hump. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what everybody says. Let's get her over that hump because we need her in <laughs> this area. Yeah. We need her in this area. <laughs> um, however, what I did say was, I, you know, she's like, oh, she's kind of nervous. And I'm like, okay, what do I have to do? How can I help you? What, what grunt work can I do? What boxes can I lift? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I was thinking food. And then I totally ingratiated myself and told her she was fantastic. That is awesome. 
Awesome. So I've got to deliver. You. Yeah, I got to go work on my finisher hive. I guess this weekend. I told her I would deliver it by next Wednesday. So we got to go. Does she have a? Has she worked on a drone yard? Has she worked on a mating yard? I don't know. I don't know what she's got going there. But she has. She has a lot of hives, and hers are kind of all in one yard, sort of like you. She doesn't really have ag exemptions. Okay. So what I was learning, because I am reading about it. Uh huh. Okay. And and I know this much. Sure. I know you can't see me, but I only know this much about, I know just enough to get in trouble with Queen Marie. Uh, but what I was, what I saw was you can manipulate that drone frame and create a drone yard on the hives that you want those characteristics. So let's say, oh. so what they do is they go out and they look at the hives and they say, oh, I love the characteristics about this hive. You know, they work it. So what do they do? Put one of those frames? Yes. Oh. And they make tons of drones. Oh, that's a great that idea. Area. Um, but you have to be careful. With your mite levels, because mm, you right. don't you don't want your mite level to explode, and right now is when you could have some really because my mite levels coming you know into spring. Mites know. love drone brood the best, right? That's where they like to jump in and breed. We'll lay eggs, and but that's breed. so. You ask her about that. Okay, yes. I will. Did I ever tell you how we tried to provide hives for a drone yard? once and yes what a nightmare that was and well see this way is so much easier yeah you would just have to draw those frames out you just have to make sure your mite levels but yeah especially after your experience maybe, yeah maybe i'll talk to her about that and ask her after what that. you went through with that yard and oh. what a nightmare that oh. was and then thinking of it this way oh my gosh right there that green yeah. frame yeah. So what we're talking about is they have a frame that, because on all frames, there's like a pattern that the bees can make the, the cells on. The pattern. It's, yes. it's so pre-printed. That, yeah, it's pre-printed for the teeny tiny cells. And so a drone frame, drone cells are a little bit bigger. And they're fat. They're wider and a little bit longer. They're bullet shaped on the on the ends. They okay, kind of just fat. Up. And with drones are fat. So this printing is a little bit bigger. So it forces them to make drone cells only on these frames. Right. And so you can get a massive amount of drones. Yes. Much more than you normally would in a hive. Now, some people use this actually as a varroa control, varroa mite control. Right. Because we know that the varroa mites like those bigger cells, so they prefer the drone. So they'll put one of those in there. If they're not queen breeding, they don't necessarily need drones in their yards. Right. Or that and it's high very number. Not a good thing to have in the hive because it's Taking up resources. Right. It takes a lot of resources to make that frame a drone. Right. And the drones don't bring any resources back. Right. And of course, they're not mating with that queen. So having a bunch of drones isn't necessarily good. So people will put those in and hopefully a lot of the mites will go on those frames. And then before the drones come out, before they break through the capping, they take that drone frame out and uh, and they take the, all the varroa out. Yeah, they take all the varroa out of the hive. But I never thought about using it the other way around. That's kind of a cool idea. Yeah, yeah. It's like manipulating your your queen excluder right. for other things other than just right. your resources. Honey. Yes, equipment resources. Oh my gosh, there you go. Exactly. There's a presentation. Yes, for I already have that presentation. <laughs> okay, add it. I did it the other day again. Uh, this was not my idea. I just saw it. <laughs> I did not come up with this. I stole it. Yeah, so we're we're gonna make a finisher hive for the for the things. And of course I have the the lovely plug in incubator now, so 
I'm ready to put my queen cells in my incubator. And then if our hives come back, because we're going to split our hives from California, yeah. plus plus I have some others I'm going to split. So I can drive around in the car with my incubator running and my queen oh my cells gosh. in there. That is hilarious. I love it. Hey, feel like you haven't heard enough from us? We'll come visit you. You can have Rebecca and Michelle come to your club or organization, and we'll be glad to talk about bees, goats. Our lives. Our families. <laughs> <laughs> All of our trials and tribulations as beekeepers. Drop us an email at, I don't know, twobeesquestions at gmail.com. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the lady who pinned her queen cells? Pinned. In, pinned. With a pin. She took a straight pin. <laughs> she went to her neighbors and she had a queenless hive. So she went to her neighbors who had some queen cells. And so they kind of popped it off of the foundation, okay. which is kind of hard because it is hard. it's an open spot on the back end. That's yeah. really kind of hard to do. They anyway, say it's really hard to do. Yeah. And you're not supposed to do it. You're supposed to cut stuff around it. Yeah. And take out that whole section, not yep. just the cell. But if it's attached to, if you use foundation and it's attached to that foundation. You scrape. You yeah. cut. Oh, yeah, cut. And then use your scraper. scraper to go down. Right, and then that keeps it all. But well, go ahead. Go so ahead. she got the queen cells and she took them to her bees and she took a straight pin. Oh, my God. And she straight pinned them onto her. Did it work? Yeah, it actually did. She had a couple queens come out. Now, she had some other issues and they still, she still lost her hives long term. But I do believe that one of those hatched and was a viable. That's awesome. Thing. I know. There isn't that you go. crazy? I mean, it's like, you hear it's these like, this is the only thing I had in the car to attach it. Okay. Chewing gum, chewed or not. You know, we're back to that. What do I use? It's not like you can get the roll of tape out and tape it on there. Right, right. I thought that was pretty ingenious, but I was yeah, like, yeah. is that a straight pin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fun times. Yeah, fun times. I like it. And that's all the sort of things that we're doing. Of course, we're buying equipment. I did my honey sales for the year, so I'm thinking about buying my bottles in bulk so I don't have to order all through the year. That's something that's just I guess just making decisions to make your life easier. Exactly. Planning. 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 Yeah, there's nothing worse than needing something and not having it there. And where I'm located, no matter what bee supply company in Texas I'm going to, they're about an hour and a half away from my house. Right. All three of them. It doesn't matter. So exactly. it's, it's a whole day trip for me to go pick something up, which is crazy. Exactly. Although I love going. Yeah. But you, if you need something like right away, right, that becomes a problem. And then you kind of have to make stuff or do some stuff like that. I was really wanting to make some two frame mini mating nukes this year as sort of um, like, you know, when I uh, do some requeening and stuff or sometimes swarms, we get a little bee swarm and yeah. just get a little. I was wondering. Well, you know, you can use that five frame nook box for that. And put a board in between it, and then you have two openings. You know, one on one side, one on the other, and you could have two small hives in there. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Get like a follower board? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's Maybe what I'll a lot of people do. Or you take a deep box, mm -hmm. and you could do three. Okay. And so your two doors. Can I buy the follower board? The follower board is a big, thick board that you put that actually separates. It fits flush on the bottom and flush on well, the top. Well, you can either buy it or make it. Yeah. Okay. To separate it. Okay. In your deep box. I think making it involves math because it has to be totally flush so the queen can't crawl right. over or under. Right. Well, that means my corrections math-wise have to be spot on. Okay. Well, have your equipment manager. You keep bragging about him. Have him do it. Yeah, his math is better than yeah. mine. There you go. 
I don't know why you're having this conversation. You're the one with the equipment manager. Right. I am. I would be saying what you're saying. Oh, I have to make that because I have no equipment manager. I'm it. But I was, he, he was not. He's not really a carpenter, so he didn't really want to make the the too many mating nukes. But I wanted to make. Them. I like the idea of having it all in one box like that. Yeah, I really like the idea of having three in there. That's kind of a cool idea. Or even just two. Yeah, in a box, it takes up less room. Yeah, it's it, when it's I done, have, it's done. It's right there. I have several of those sustainable nukes, so they're four frame, and then you can stack a and 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 they come on a 10 frame bottom with a separator. Yeah. So you can do four frames on one side with an entrance going one way and then four frames on the other side with the entrance going opposite. And then they also have the second boxes. So the reason for that is so you could set up two smaller hives, but they share a like a wall. So it the the warmth. Yeah. yeah. And you can even do that, put a queen excluder on top of that and put one super on top of it. And they can even mm-hmm. share food and resources. So um I we like those. So we've got a couple yeah. of those. But I was just gonna make some mini mating nukes. Okay, I'm not making anything. I'm done. <laughs> well so, my equipment manager is a little bit in the in the doghouse right now because he decided to change my spark plugs in my car and now my car won't start. <laughs> well, tell him thank you because his car's nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm in his car. So he is um, trying to figure that out. Now, luckily, I have about four mechanics in the family. So Okay, if they can't fix it, bring it to my house. Well, yeah. Well, I'm not to tow it. it. Yeah, I'm not towing it to your house. We will tow it to the garage if that's the the final step. But did you know that we got a new project manager no. over on our yeah, the other one um got like or moved, transferred somewhere. Oh, else. that's building your building? Uh-huh. Is it your building should be done by now? Uh, thank you. Yes. It, it now is almost done. It's oh, amazing good. what a competent project manager will do. You mean you didn't get out there and tell them how to do it? Um, I'm, I'm not allowed to go over there. <laughs> that was one of the rules is yeah. that I was not allowed to go over there and talk to anybody unless right. it was to the dog. Because right. one of the people that work over there brings their dog, who is a great dog. Yeah. But I'm not allowed to go over and say anything. That is... Sometimes a, I get told that when we go places. Yeah. I'm not allowed to... Yeah, so I wasn't. So, so, so unfortunately, Ken has gotten the wrath of my frustration. Oh, sure. So I don't know if it was worth it to him because I could have just gone <laughs> over and done it to them and, you know, they can't do anything right. other than walk off. I guess they could walk off, but then the owner of the company has to come over and choose our neighbor. I don't know right. where that would get us either, but no, I have not been happy and I'm. I'm doing this, you know, because tapping your your watch. Oh yeah, nobody can see, see me. Hush. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I am tapping my watch because I need my own space, and I thought I was going to have all my stuff, and no, it's it's crazy. Best Although the roof plans. is on, the the roof the roof was when I left this morning, the roof was being put on. Oh, nice. Yes. And so now I'm back to pressuring Ken. Okay, where are we now? Who do we need to speak to? Right. What's going to happen? Let's take a break. I'm like, no. Now we have to go to the next thing. Did you get the project list and the daily to-do? I'm not really thrilled about the color he chose. Oh. I think I I wish I would have pressured him. Yes. I wish I would have gone and I said, no, it's your shop. Do what you want. And now. uh, What color is it? It looks like a silver shop to me. Oh. Silver. 
Oh, which one I was know. silver? There's so many other colors for metal barns. They're beautiful. You could have all these colors and it just seems like there's no color on it. Oh. Like my barn is, is tan with red trim. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks fine, but uh, it looks white. Okay. dokie. Why is, is it light? highly reflective? Does it give you a glare as you drive down the road? I, I like, does know. it blind you? Oh, it looks odd. Okay. <laughs> will, it looks like something out of the 50s, and that's the only color. It looks like. Does it look like an Airstream? Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. Okay. To me, it does. Okay. And I saw the trim. They were getting to the trim on the back. And I don't know if the trim is so small because I was expecting large pieces to wrap around. And this trim is like a quarter of an inch and you oh. can barely see it. And I thought, well, that I don't want that either. So I'm having a really hard time huh. just keeping my mouth shut. But it's not mine, but I have to live next to it. I have to live next door to it. So anyway, all right, there. So let me tell you what happened to me this week. The police called me from one of our local towns and... They said this, this, well, this man calls and he says, hey, do you know of anybody who can take some bees and kind of rescue them, remove them and put them in a, in a field or a place where there are no people and it won't harm the bees? And I said, why don't you tell me what's going on? Because the it answer is like a freebie cutout. Yeah, it's, it sounds something odd. And, <laughs> and like, these are really mean bees where they won't hurt anyone. So, you know, what's going on? So I said, why don't you tell me what's going on? So he goes, well, I'm a police officer with the local police department and Some people were moving from Virginia to Commerce, Texas, which is close to you. Yes. And matter of fact, they're going to be getting your phone number. And as they were moving, which I don't know how they got here when they're going to Commerce from Virginia. Didn't they pass Commerce? I don't know. To get here? I have no sense of direction. Because Commerce is east of us. Yes. As you are east of us, and so is Virginia east of us. I don't know. Maybe they were visiting somebody in Dallas. Anyway. I don't know how they got up to your area. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, so they go, okay. had an Airbnb, and Airbnb, they pre-approved that they were bringing the bees. The bees were on a trailer. They were going to oh, park it. Oh, that's why. Airbnb. They just rented something and didn't know where it was. Oh, okay. And the bees were on the back of the trailer? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hang on. Okay. So they just had two hives, and they oh were moving gosh. everything, and they had it on the back of a trailer that was being towed by a U-Haul. And the Airbnb said, yes, it was fine. Okay. And they, they got there and they talked to some people in, on the street and the people were like, yeah. So they opened them up and it's been a beautiful couple of warm days. So yeah. the bees were all flying around. Yeah. However, food and potty. However, the guy said the bees are swarming and they've had three houses on the street call and complain about these bees. And the police officer said, I don't want to cite them. I don't want to hurt the bees. I don't want these people sneaking over and trying to kill the bees, yeah. which happens. And he said, and I don't want to, you know, cause these people who are just temporarily here, you know, trying to figure this out. That was so nice of him. Yeah. I was so excited that the police called us. So we said, absolutely. We we absolutely have a place to put them. So I went and talked to Matt and he said, well, you know, his first thought was that they were hot bees and that's why the neighbors were all complaining. And he, and he said, where are we going to put hot bees? I said, well, we got plenty of yards. Call Rebecca. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're, you're a little too far away. So anyway, so we went over there and we met the couple who were the sweetest couple in the entire world. The bees weren't hot at all. These people were just jerks. Yeah. And they called the police because they saw bees flying around. And, you know, one lady was like, they're going to hurt my children. And I'm like, if you're that concerned about your children, why are you letting them out? I mean, if you're that worried, why don't you just keep them in the house until these terrible, scary killer bees leave? So anyway, they weren't killer bees. And lovely people, I found out that they're actually moving to Commerce, which is next to you. And they wanted to know if we sold 
any more bees? And I said, no, but since you're moving to commerce, I know exactly the lady who can help you, who can get you in the local club. I said, I'm going to give you her name and number because she is going to be a valuable resource for you. That's anyway, so nice. they can come talk bees all the time. Right. Well, then when I first called, when the lady first called me and said, you know, this is who I am. And she said, how much are you going to charge? How much will this cost? I said, cost? What are you talking about? We're going to come and we're going to take the bees for a couple of days and put them in one of our yards. Yeah. And you can we're come pick it up. Yeah. I said, why would we charge? And then she almost cried. Come she babysit. said, we have had nothing but people trying to charge us for every part of this move, every step oh, of the way. Yeah. And I said, oh, my gosh, welcome to Texas. We are so happy to help you. And she called me today and said, well, you know, the house we're trying to move into is kind of some, some issues have come up. And I'm like, they're just they're not hot. They're not causing us any problems. They're sitting on the side of our house on a nice little bench. They're very happy. Oh, they're at your house? Yeah, they're sweet. Oh. Just two little hives. Okay, you got to feed them. I have. Okay, good. Because I put, and that's what I, I told her. I would have brought you food if I knew. No, her. no. I have uh, one super that had um, fallen apart from mm-hmm. when we went to the almonds. And so it was in the honey house, the frames. Mm-hmm. And so we just pulled, We I've been pulling them out through the bees at the oh, house. Oh, that's nice. So there we go. I had, a, that's I had so sweet. nine frames of honey. That I just set out for all to feed their bees and everything. Oh, how nice. So she called today to see how they were doing. I said, I'm feeding them. They're doing really you good. You should send her pictures. Oh, my God. I was going to. You're like, oh, you should put stuff like on the hive. Yeah. <laughs> we're having movie night. Like, cool. <laughs> Put popcorn and right, we're right. We're staying tonight. up late. Yeah, we're staying up late. Yeah, yeah put your jammies. slippers up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, they were so cute. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, if you had kids, if you had kids that you could put around, we're right. having story night, right? <laughs> so yeah, so I was just, you know, I was so excited that the police were so nice and so kind, and the people were so nice and so kind, and kind of upset that the neighbors were such jerks. Aww. Don't be a jerk. Right. So so it's kind of a good lesson. Just because bees are flying around does not mean they're going to hurt you. They're they're looking for food. Sure, they're just looking for food and more than likely you know they're they're there and you don't know it. Exactly. Well, Nine and times that was out of 10, you're walking around. And that and was Matt's point of view. He said when we drove up there were tons of trees like a whole tree line across the field and he said these people have no idea of how many bees are around them. Yeah. Every single day. And let's be nice to neighbors. Yeah. Be nice to your neighbors. Bees really aren't going to bother you for the most part if you don't go and bother them. Right. Don't put your face in the hive. Don't walk up to it. It's like a dog. Don't walk up to someone else's dog. And put your face down in their face. Right. Don't even touch another person's dog. Say, hey. No, that's true. How's your dog? Is your dog? Yeah. May I pet your dog? Yeah, I agree. I agree yeah. with everything. That's anyway. so nice of you. Yeah, thanks. Well, I look forward to, to hearing from them. I hope they call. Yeah, well, they haven't got everything situated. She said they were still trying to figure out their house, which is another reason I'm kind of glad I took care of the bees for them because that was sort of took one thing off their plate yeah. she didn't have to worry yeah. about. It is unusual to hear that they brought them all the way from Virginia to Texas. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. Normally, what you hear is you sell them and then you go buy yeah. bees once you get there. They, they're beautiful hives, too. Do they have those garden tops? No. You know the ones that look like roofs? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. I have a couple of some of mine that are in parks that have the garden tops. Really? Yeah, because we have them nice. Oh, wow. Nice, fancy wow, ones. Wow, look at you. Fancy, I have two, two in parks that are have the garden um, tops. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just really excited that we can help and, and be nice. And they have really cool little metal things that slide over to close them up. 
Have oh, you seen cool. this? No, uh, you yeah. take a picture. Yeah, you put two little brackets on each side, you mm-hmm. mount them permanently, and then you just take this metal thing and slide it down, and it has breathing holes. And Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's an all-in-one um, front door thing. It does everything. It's your entrance reducer, your mouse guard. Sure, sure. All of that, your reducer. Yeah, I don't know if it's all that, because they have reducers in them, but that's how they totally close it up, but it still has a little bit of holes. But you just lift it up, and it oh, okay. coming in and out. Okay, maybe. Anyway. Anyway. Did you know that Randy Oliver did a scientific study on those global patties? No. Don't tell me he said ugly things. No. He said awesome things. Yes. I haven't gone to look it up yet. Uh Okay. He's with Scientific Beekeeping. Right. Great information, but very scientific. Yes. Yes. His website can be a little overwhelming when you first go to it. You're like, ah! Yeah. Too many graphs, too many charts. No, 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 no. You got to get over that because it's great information. It absolutely is. You just got to get over that. He is a great beekeeper. Yes. And he has great information. But he did a scientific study where he took those patties and he put fluorescent dye in them. Oh. Okay. Because what he was trying to figure out was where they stored it. No. If they were throwing it out the front door, because oh. what the what the bees were doing is they were taking the patties and separating the protein from the sugar and the carbs that you have to mix uh-huh. with that protein source. Really, what was getting kicked out the door? Oh, and, the, and he so he, he stuck fluorescent stuff in there, and then would go out there at night with a fluorescent light in front of the hives, and he had all the hives marked uh-huh. of what patty was in what which one was in what, so he could tell which patty they liked and were consuming and which one they were separating and throwing stuff out. And then he could figure out what they were throwing out. Really? Yes. Now it's an old report. I hear, I heard, okay. I heard it's um, back from like 2010, 2011, maybe somewhere around there. Uh-huh. I, I wish you would do a new one. But what was so interesting is that the other companies that make patties listened to him and readjusted from what really? i hear they they, they readjusted their well, patty I'm formulations you, the global patties have have kick-started all my queens yes. perfectly they so, love but them. they are still it's he still rates them as number one nice. for, for patties and those the only place i can find them is through the better bee catalog yes. so the bee supply has them as well now ah the bee supply okay yes. i didn't know that yes better bee and the bee supply ah okay there you go place yeah. in texas and you can actually go up and see them exactly so on a the side note shop, did really you shop? know that scorpions are fluorescent uh, yes, because I have scorpions all over. Do you not have a fluorescent light in your house? I thought everybody did. No, I don't have a whole bunch of scorpions. Okay. We check our house every night with the fluorescent light to see if they're on the walls. Yes, they crawl on the walls. They can be up on your ceiling above your bed. Yes, they can fall on you at night. I uh, Never coming to your house. Yes, you will. And you know what? You'll spend the night too. So get Are you going to give me a fluorescent flashlight? No, but I'll let you wear some flip flops so you don't get <laughs> so you don't step on one. Well, that doesn't help when they fall on my head. Well, I can't help you there. Oh, I got a lot of hair, you man. You know what? Things things fall on you. Things crawl all over you when you're sleeping. You don't know it. Oh, that's fine. You're, you're not making this nice. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's uh, so you know here he put the fluorescent stuff in there and then he goes out and then all these are scorpions. <laughs> I no, I don't think I have scorpions. I have never looked. I don't have them like to wear. Oh, I, I have them. 
Yeah. Oh, I have them That's bad. That's crazy. I have them bad. One time I looked outside and I took the fluorescent light. And even though I'm in a barn, you know, I have a concrete foundation right. and you can see that concrete foundation and they were just lined up on it. It was, really? Oh, yeah. It, it, it did creep me out because it is kind of funky when you go out there with a the black light and you see them sitting in the grass or you see them all in a clump. It's just, uh, nope. and they sit on top. They sit on top of the grass at night. Mm -hmm. So when you're walking by, they can. Whoa, I know. I know. That freaks me out. Yep. One more thing I have to. You're never going to walk in my yard or oh. at night. We really do have to look at the house. That's yeah. why I got the chickens. That was the purpose of the oh, chickens. Oh, because they eat scorpions? Well, scorpions want food. They're opportunists. Uh -uh. So if you have a lot of insects around that they enjoy, they're going to congregate. <gasps> oh, so the chickens eat the insects. So right. The, there's so I can tell you that with the chickens there, my scorpion issue has become less. But we don't let the chickens in the backyard and the backyard butts up against my house. And so now that back wall, that's where they're coming in. Oh. But with my new chickens, they're jumping the fence. And my dogs don't care. Look I looked out there, I looked out there and half a dozen chickens were in the backyard and the dogs were like, I don't know. Uh, it's gone crazy out here. I have no idea what's happening in this house anymore. So I'm hoping they're they're eating the insects in the backyard. Right. Nice. Yeah. It was awesome. Nice. I got him a water bowl. I was like, nice. here you go. Hang there out you. all day. Right. My new dog chases the goats. It's an issue. I'm sorry. Don't it's get rid right. of her. She's so sweet. No, we have um, figured out a system where um, the, we put the goats up at night now and then the dogs can go out and they can go out early in the morning. And we let the dogs out for two or three hours in the morning mm -hmm. and then we go bring them in and let the goats out. Okay. Yeah. And then Jedi goes with me on a... Uh, if I'm going to be yards and it's stuff. It's all about organizing everything. Yeah. It's just yeah. working it all out. Yeah. But yeah, remember we had to work on closing up the thing, the the goat house and how the window was open and they yeah. kept jumping mm -hmm. out the window. But we got all that figured out. So everybody's good. Everybody's good. Well, I feel like we have, have talked all about sort of yeah, what's going time, on. Next time we should have our bees back, right? Oh, I think so. Like two or three weeks. I was looking yeah. at the calendar earlier today to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we got to like graft like next weekend. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm going on vacation. I'm taking a vacation after all these years. And so nice. I'm actually going far, far away. Okay. So have fun. Okay. I can't come. Well, sorry. I know I want to come, but I can't. Yeah, I hear you. So my vacation's way more important. Well, I hear that too. I'm <laughs> taking one. My two-week vacation has turned into almost three weeks. Oh, wow. When is yours? June. Oh, wow. So, that's awesome. Yeah, you'll have everything done, everybody set, and then you can just go. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm And then you come for. back and do extraction. Yeah. And then I have handlers yeah. for Matt. I have a whole group of people to... <laughs> What, police him, manage him? What I told him my daughter was, today I told him my daughter was moving into the house for the, th the almost three weeks. And he gave me a very dirty look and said, no. And I said, I can't help it that you need a handler. A handler? That is hilarious. <laughs> oh One time I took a vacation and he uh, took a, he wasn't, he injured something. And so he took a muscle relaxer. I was going for three and a half days and he took a muscle relaxer the day I left and when I got home he was just getting up off the couch what yeah he slept for three days straight what yeah 
we don't take medication very often. Oh my god! So, That's but crazy. but then we realized that was not to happen again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, we don't have that. But I came either. home and, and nothing had been like nothing had changed in three days. Like nothing had been done. Oh wow! Yeah, I so. don't know if that's scary or what, but yeah. Hence, we need a handler. I I agree. I, I would mean, have told I, them though. I would have just said, "Here you go." When I went to Detroit, you know, it is what. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can't you can't go on vacation. I have people coming. <laughs> <laughs> I have family coming. So I don't let my dogs. I don't let anybody take care of my dogs. I never leave my dogs. They usually go on vacation with me, but they can't go this time. Uh-huh. And my mom is coming to my house with her friend. Wow. To babysit my dogs. Nice. And we just found out today that Taylor, my daughter, her dog sitter canceled on them. <gasps> and so now we have more dogs coming. Oh, no. And so I was on the phone with my mom for an hour last night trying to figure out where all the dogs were going to sleep and who was not going to who, you know, who was not going to work with who and how we feed everybody. And, oh. you know, my mom is older. I was yeah. even worried about, you know, my dogs tripping her. And I thought, okay, well, I don't know how we're going to work this. I, I hope I just come back and everybody has all their eyeballs. Yeah. I, it's crazy, but it is what it is. I, I, I'm going to get the spray bottle out. My dogs do very well with the spray bottle. They know I'm extremely serious when I pull that out and point it at them. Right. So all the fun stops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got the, the uh, one of those ultrasound things um, to try and work on the barking because they bark a lot. And my little white fluffy dog it has a little red light on it. If I just pointed at him to the light, he <laughs> he's adorable. He if I didn't have any dogs, I would take him from you. He literally passes out from anxiety. I would take him in a heartbeat if I didn't have any dogs. I would come over and steal him. He's super spastic. I don't care. I, can I have, have a yard. Go be spastic in the yard. Oh, he does that too. But then yeah. uh, he, he's, he would oh, love me. Anxiety ridden. He would love me. Yay. He, I would he be vacation. Uh, awesome. <laughs> Right. We've talked about all things bee related. I am Michelle. I'm Rebecca. Thank you for listening to yeah. To Be or Not To Be. I will see you in, in the, the yard. <laughs> You've been listening to the To Be or Not To Be podcast. For more information, you can follow Rebecca and Michelle on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at To Be Podcast. Thanks for listening and have a beautiful rest of your week.